0: Hello, Vibers, and welcome to the Vibe with Kai podcast. It's your boy Kai, and I am so excited to be sitting here with musician, artist, actor, performer, writer, producer, all of the above. <laughs> and, and more most importantly, TikTok star. Oh, I thought you were gonna say most importantly, my
1: friend.
0: Okay. I was t- gonna t- get t- to that. I was gonna get to that later, but <laughs> yes, my friend slash TikTok superstar. <laughs> Uh, how are you man so nice to see you i'm so good i feel so blessed to be here with you i really appreciate it i am so i'm so excited to have you on because uh the last time you and i talked you were one of my first guests on my podcast years ago this was in march april 2020 yeah like early pandemic yeah like very early pandemic and uh i think you actually were my second episode ever brian remo was my first you were my second yeah Mm -hmm. that's so cool
1: Cool. my life (laughs) changed so much like, i know it it's everything quiet. has
0: changed i mean the world's still on fire but like we're just used to the burns at this point i think yeah. we're the highest SPF. Or something. yes exactly <laughs> um so what we're going to be talking about today vibers uh mr jared over here has his debut ep out entitled only for tonight's yeah made a, it made its world debut this past week I had the beautiful chance to listen to it you can too but to put the streaming rule or i'm gonna put the streaming links over in the in the description of this uh we're actually going to take a a little listen to your title song from from the album uh only for tonight so let's uh, let's take a listen was great Uh, i love that song thank you so much Uh, it's just so like just well like produced from like top to bottom we're definitely we're gonna be talking about that for sure uh this man has one of the most incredible voices that i've ever heard in my life i'm so excited that we get to sit here and this is when this is where i say literally in my script my friend (laughs) jared (laughs) um hey happy pride happy pride thank you yes we're like
1: we're moving through it's like yes. I can't see, you know people always like with queer people and like other people in the lgbtq oh. community like we do love pride but like a lot of us like don't get booked to perform as often outside of june so mm-hmm. a lot of times like june is like just a super 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 busy month like i've right. had like pride related performances or gigs every single weekend yeah. this month and i'm like I was somebody the other day said happy pride and I was like yeah I was like I really have barely celebrated it I'm like, <laughs> yeah. it's like that's, you, that's
0: how I am in February every year <laughs> 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 like hi what you doing what you doing February first through the 28th we need you <laughs> it's wild though because it's like you I get
1: so I really like this is the first year I've really felt that because I'm like promoting the CP and I'm mm-hmm. like performing the music and doing as yeah. much as I possibly can so it's like I definitely like feel it like yeah. I have my calendar in my office and i'm like looking this is my messy room but i have my calendar in my office and i'm like looking at my dates and i'm, yeah. I'm like i really have myself just booked, booked every and saturday booked and, and i'm like yeah booked and blessed thank god yeah. but like not single like i'm like yeah so i guess i'll celebrate pride in july yeah right
0: it's pride year screw it yeah exactly i'm, I'm proclaiming it right now what's it like what's it like how you have you finally you've been i mean you've been singing your whole life, I feel like. Yeah, you, you have a, a beautiful voice, and I, I've gotten the opportunity to see you <laughs> sing live. And let me tell—I'll I'll tell you this, uh, Vibers—you're um, gonna listen to the album and you're gonna be like, "Oh, he has a great voice, blah blah." But he's one of those artists. I—he sounds even better in person. Thank like, you. Like he's like like um like I mean you sound nothing like him and that like the person I'm about to describe and not in regards to talent but just in regards to style. Uh, but uh, Brian McKnight is like one of those people that like his like you listen to his music and it's like great obviously you like the music but then you you hear him live and you're like you sound even better live how is this even possible this is what it's like with this man on your screen right now uh, or that you're listening to right now uh jared has you just sound so good you're you're just natural was it always a natural thing or did you like have to like really really train um so i don't I think both I don't
1: this is gonna sound like I don't sing because I like the way it sounds I sing because I like the way that it feels yeah so I think like my whole life like I'm not ignorant to the fact that obviously I can sing like and I think that's Mm -hmm. almost like so pretentious when people are like oh and I like it's like obviously like you know like when you're talented but um I've never really for me it's always been like a feeling based thing so like I've always been very like I wanna feel like, I I like the way that it feels to sing. I think like whatever religion you follow or like whatever you believe in, the closest I feel to like a spiritual connection to the universe is when I'm singing. Mm -hmm. And I think that was something I noticed at a young age. And so I think I had like raw ability when I was younger. And I think that I'm blessed to have musical parents who mm-hmm. I think both were like, all right, well, let's get them into some voice lessons. Let's right. get him Kind of like craft music. it,
0: like get it all yeah. sing a little bit. Like, uh, a I, I, yeah.
1: I think it was never like a thing, like my parents, like they always knew that I could sing, but I think I just always liked the way it felt. I felt right. like, you know, I'm, I'm a very anxious person and, and I have ADHD. And like, so for me, like a, a lot of that stuff like goes away, like when I'm singing. So I think mm-hmm. it's one of those things that like at a young age, I think that Other people obviously thought I was good. I don't really remember like how I sounded when I was a kid, but I know that as I progressed, my parents made more of an effort to get me coaches and and put me into training. But I'm one of those annoying people that like, I hate everything that comes out of my mouth. So like, I I
0: don't, I certainly don't (laughs) Like, like not at all. So you, you know what you hate you all you want, but just keep making music and keep singing and then I'll be, I'll be happy you know? Try. <laughs> what's, it try? Like? Cool. what's it like having an album? You have an album now, you have an EP, it's out, like what's it, wow, how how does it feel to finally have this out? Um, It's cool, you know, I think
1: like it is, I think I'm very proud of the work that me and my musical partner Doug Gallo put into it, and I think that I'm very proud that it's out. Um, I am like, you know, I'm always conscious. I'm 33 years old. I'm like always conscious of like what I'm making and what I'm doing. And I think for me, like, I I keep saying this, which is probably not the best in promotion, but like, we're already like three songs into the next one. So like, I'm already like, we started writing this EP, like in, in like the beginning of 2020. And it was, we like, we, there's like seven songs that didn't even make it on because they weren't like the vibe of like what we were trying to do. So it's kind of like, we we've like grown past like what we were doing so now i equate it to like a memory and like when i look at it or when i listen to it it feels like like christmas when i was a kid or like it feels like um like a a happy memory of my life that's how it feels
0: when i listen you can tell you can definitely tell like at least i can when i'm listening to it like the passion behind it and like you can tell how much it means to you and like I say thank that because I feel like you can listen to a lot of artists. I think we can all name artists without naming them that just kind of make music and they're just collecting a check or they're just trying doing it for the attention or whatever it may be. Um, and the passion is not there. It seems as though they're phoning it in, but there is a certain um, um, passions passion and, and eloquence to your voice and to your music that st- helps it stand out from like a lot of the thank rest of the stuff uh, out you. there. Are there any, are there any, or if you could pick any artist, you're probably gonna say Beyonce, but let's take Beyonce off the table because we know, we all love Queen B. That's our queen. Praise to you. Um, <laughs> <laughs> if you could work with any artist other than Beyonce to have on your album as like a feature or a duet or something like that, who would you who would you want to have on?
1: Oh my God. So um, I would to to completely ignore your question and, and go back, <laughs> I would never work with Beyonce in a million years because I I. I had this conversation the other night where I don't know if I could ever meet her. Cause I don't know if I would, and I don't even say this to be funny. Like, I don't know how I, I don't, I would embarrass myself. <laughs> I, I would definitely cry. I watch videos of other people meeting her and I cry. So like that I would never even attempt, but I, I think like artists that like, I would love to work with that. I think like, there's like a possible, a possibility is, you know, one of my dear friends, Donna Missile, is like doing really, really well for herself out in, california she's incredible like anybody that's listening should look her stuff up too she was on a macklemore's album she had like she has two albums that are incredible i would love to do a song with her um and really like it would be like such a dream but jasmine sullivan she's oh i love her just like oh my god i saw her in brooklyn with my brother two months yeah. ago and it just i would do anything to be like in the studio with her and just like watch how it's like created right, you know what I right. mean that right, would really right. be like Donna and Jasmine and then truthfully like another queer jersey artist my friend Blaze he like makes music down in Asbury he's unbelievable and he's another one those are my top three right there yeah, like, Donna yeah. missile jasmine mm-hmm. sullivan blaze
0: um are there, when you're writing your music or when you're listening to music, even, do you have any people that you just, that just inspire you, I guess, that um you're not trying to emulate or imitate by any means, but just like, you're like, man, I love the way that they do things. And it's, it's inspiring for me. Are there any people that stand out to you?
1: Yeah, I, yes. You know, I really like anyone that is able to write from an honest place and create like catchy music because I think like it's difficult to be one or the other I think there's a lot of artists that like have deep I always call them like encyclopedia artists where they're like using whatever words they can to make something super super deep and then I think there's other artists that do like flash in the pan kind of music so the reason I kind of started writing the songs that I wrote was I don't Feel You know, as a white man, obviously I'm represented in music, but I don't feel as a queer person. There is a lot of representation of LGBTQ people in mainstream pop music. I think that like, I remember growing up and listening to like, obviously Beyonce and like other artists that I was obsessed with. And, you know, having to change a pronoun or like, to, like, you know, like his young, I'm sure young gay boys and young, like gay girls experience this where it's like, you don't want someone to catch you slipping. So like, you're singing like a Britney Spears song and like, you're singing all the lyrics, but like you're saying he instead of she or, or right. she instead of she right. stuff like that. So like, for me, like, I, I'm not saying that there, there's a million queer artists that inspire me, but for me. I think that like anybody that's coming from like a genuine, honest place that's speaking about who they are, I'm inspired by, because that right. is the kind of thing that I wanna make. You know what I mean?
0: Right, right, that makes sense. So like, I'm sure one of the biggest things for you as you're kind of making these albums and, and making music or performing in general, obviously you have your supporters that like will have your back like 100%. But as we build up our stature in the world, there's always going to be people that just don't have your back that uh, the the haters that are just kind of like wanting to see you fail does that inspire you too or do you kind of just like just let it slide you just don't even let it you know come to mind yeah i think that like i
1: so doug gallo who is my partner in music he creates everything with me we do everything together i so deeply care about his opinion about things so really like when we're creating or like when we're writing when we're in the studio when whatever we're doing what it is that we're doing I really focus on like the message that we're trying to put out and then we lay that down and then our goal is we don't stop until it's in our eyes perfect so like it's rare that I'm even worried about what other people think about it because as long as we love it like I think that it's like what it's supposed to be. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I'm much more like, I'm much more anxious about like who I am as a human being when it comes to the haters than I am with my music. Because I, I say this often where like music has the, is the only thing in my life that's never let me down ever. Mm-hmm. So it's, I owe it to myself and to my inner child and to any queer person. If I'm ever lucky to inspire another person, I owe it to those people to push, forward so like I try to never ever focus just on my music not in my life but when it comes to music I never focus on negative opinions because I know that someone feels something Mm -hmm. from what I'm doing because that's why I'm making it so I know that someone feels something so it's not for everybody you know what I mean there's people that like it there's people that Mm -hmm. don't and I try to not get too bogged down with either of those opinions right right you know, I love when people like it, and it means the world to me. But I love it, and Doug loves it, so right. that's really where it is. You know, right,
0: right. It's all—it's always really. Um, it must be like a breath of fresh air for you, like a weight off your shoulder, your shoulders to finally get this out and to to have like obviously people know that you that you sing and that you perform, but there has to be some sort of just like that you're probably feeling right now right after like the launch of all this like obviously you're like in the middle of like promoting everything uh, but the fact that like this this part of your career is is this I guess this chapter in a sense is is you know complete and that you're moving on to the next phase of it do, do you feel like a, a breath of fresh air with all of that yeah yeah
1: I do I feel I feel like it's it's bittersweet mm-hmm. I you know those every song on the album is like written about a real experience in my life and a real thing or the ep rather is written about a real experience in my life and a real thing and it it, there is a part of me that feels like once it was out i have to like stop talking about those experiences Mm -hmm. so you know it felt like almost like a love letter to those past experiences and it now feels like i've like let that go sure so it does it feels like I love only for tonight so much. Like I love all five. Great, great, great song
0: and album. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I love all five of those songs so much. Mm -hmm. And I will miss them when I like move on to the next thing. But I think right now I, I feel very proud. I feel like, you know, I, I think that I come from a generation you and I are the same age. And I think Mm -hmm. like I come from a generation where um we all had this idea that like you had to sing or perform somewhere someone would discover you and you would get famous that was like what we were told Mm -hmm. and that was like what was going to happen and it wasn't really until I met Doug and we started writing and creating I had this like almost epiphany where I was like the only limits that are set on you for creating art and following your dreams are the limits that you set on yourself yeah and I was like do I want to be famous? Am I making music? Of course I want to be famous, but I'm like, am I making music because I want to be famous or am I making music because I want to make music? And if I could go back in time and talk to myself as a kid, I would, I think that that kid would be excited to know that they would be in a studio and making music videos and performing and, and kind of just out there doing it. And for me, of course, someday I would love to be super successful for it. But for me, like, it's really all about, like, honoring the commitment that I made to myself 30 years ago that, like, come hell or high water, I was going to make music. It's okay that I have a day job. It's okay that, like, I do other stuff. It's okay that, like, it's expensive. And and and, and all that's okay, because fame and and success are not the same thing and like they don't have to be the same thing so i think that's really like what it all boils down to for me is like making sure that like me as like a queer kid looks at what i'm doing now and just like thinks it's cool you know right
0: right it sounds like overall you've had like a pretty good experience you know fulfilling experience even uh you know making this process what would you say is the most difficult part of this entire not maybe not just this section of it but just you know making music in general trying to get yourself to the point that you were just referring to that where you find this you know uh broad appeal and success like what what do you feel is the most challenging part of all of this
1: um i i'd say like the biggest thing is like you everything's really expensive so it's like everything costs money so like if you're you got to put money away you got to save money you have to like you know make sure that you're ready to spend money because people's reaction depends on certain things that you're doing so it's like you know i i'm filming a, a music video for only for tonight on saturday but like i um when i did leaving you behind it was really good for me it was it was really successful and i put money into that and i made this music video and i released other singles after that have done well but maybe not as well and it's like that whole it's like like creating People want something to look at. They want something to listen to. They want something to talk about. You want to make a canvas for Spotify. You want to do this. You want to do that. I don't, I have good people that I work with that know what they're doing. So like for me, I'm like, like I, I had a, a meeting with the guy that's directing my video, this go around. And, and he was like, well, what do you feel about this? And what do you feel about this? And I was like, I did not hire you for my healing. <laughs> I was like, you do what you need to do. I yeah. don't know what I'm doing. I was like, so as long as you know what's going on, then then I trust you but the point being is is things are it's more expensive than you think it is like things are like my project besides like Doug contributes because he writes the music and and he pays for stuff as well but my EP is fully funded by Doug and myself fully Mm -hmm. funded by Doug and myself every aspect of it so we have this incredible artist named Elaine who masters all of our music and and you know like I mean she's really great to us but like we pay that person if someone's coming in to do something on the album we pay that person if we're using you know like we did for only for tonight we brought in like eight backup vocalists and we didn't and they were friends thank god they volunteered their time but like we paid to use a bigger studio that day so the money and then i would say the most difficult part like really is like writing shit songs Except right. saying but like no you're good you're good is you know i love the five that are on the album and like doug and i we make a lot of music, a lot more music than we put out. And I think that there's like songs that we both are like, it just didn't hit. We didn't do sure. it. You know I mean, sure. that's the hardest part is like, I'll get in a run where I'll do like three or four and I'm like, what's going on? Like, right. what am I, what? I'm like, did I
0: lose it? Did I? Just-? <laughs> it's fascinating hearing you talk about this because, uh, just this past week, um, I went to the Libera Awards in, in New York City. I went to oh, Hull. I saw that. You look so yeah. good on that red Thanks. carpet. <laughs> Thank you. It was my first red carpet. It was like, it was crazy. It was Killed so it. like insane. Um, but that, that whole, the whole ideology behind the Libera Awards are uh, independent artists and music labels, I guess, you know, that that kind of are doing their own thing, kind of like what you were talking about uh, there. And so like to hear a lot of those stories and to hear your stories, you um, I like obviously I hear a lot of similarities and I I was listening to the speeches of so that some people were giving and then I'm hearing you speak right now and I'm like I'm this guy is gonna be up there like I know he's gonna I know he's gonna be like you're hope. gonna be up up there you know like, like you know being a part of this and I was watching some of the performers and like no offense to them like they were great right but then I'm thinking man. I know, this, I know this person, Jared, that would go up there and completely slay this and, and bring the whole house down right now. Like they were great. They were really good. Like they were deservedly up on that stage. But I'm sitting here, I'm sitting there thinking, man, I know like one or two people, Jared included, that can go up there right now. And this is like in the Mecca of New York City. You have all, like all these like, you know, really important people here and artists. And I'm like, man, I can name maybe, like, one or two people that could go up there and just, like, totally bring this entire house down. And I think that's, like, the thing is it's not –
1: obviously, I don't know who those people are. It's no shade to them, of course. But it's one of those things where, it, like, I tell people this all the time that, like, it just does not matter how talented you are. And it's unfortunate. But it's one of those things where, like, I have been in so many rooms, Kairos, and so many, like – almost making it just before something right there and it's like I've been like ripped by people for a million different things and it's like things that I like you know I I've had experiences like very we could go it's a whole other conversation but I've had very very long like exciting experiences with the voice and when I was much younger with American Idol that like accumulated to nothing that like and and you know like for it's soul crushing because you're like, Oh, I'm going to make it. I'm going to do this. And it's like, and then there's people that get on. And of course I'm like, well, they're not as good as I am, but it's like, I, I, it's, it doesn't matter because it's like, it, it happens for some and it happens for other people. And you have to look at at yourself at the end of the day and you have to say, what am I doing it for? Mm -hmm. Am Mm -hmm. I doing it because I want to inspire other queer people to follow their dreams as far as they go? Am I doing it because I want like my inner child to be happy. Am I doing it because I want to make music? And it's like, you know, I could go on my phone right now. I could type my own name in and music that I wrote comes up on every streaming service. And Mm -hmm. for me, it's not, it's never going to be enough. But for me, I'm like, you'll get there. You know what I mean? You'll get Mm -hmm. like, my limits are on myself. They don't exist elsewhere. Like only like just, you're always going to be too much something for someone so as long sure. as I like enough for myself I feel like I've like done what I need to do but it's a great point because I'm sure there are people more talented than me up there and less talented than me up there and it just doesn't matter because yep. it's one of those things where it's like you just don't know yeah you know what I mean so let's talk
0: about let's talk about TikTok oh let's. Mr. Superstar because uh you are slowly becoming the king of sounds I Guess I mean like I'm not people like, use you. your sounds all the time. I I'll be scrolling through TikTok and I'll hear your voice on some like random person in like the UK, and it's like it's a like, like I love it. It's great. It's a funny point, honestly. So yeah. first
1: of all, like I was a little adverse to TikTok when it first sure. came out because I didn't really understand it, and there was like this weird ad that kept like going on Facebook and Instagram of like these people doing this really scary dance. And I didn't like understand what TikTok was. I was like, what is this? And honestly, I saw how well you were doing on it. And I was like, you know, I was like, this seems cool. So then really that's a lie. I saw how well you were doing (laughs) on it and I thought it was cool, but I was like, I'm not going to do that. Okay. Mm -hmm. So then in the pandemic, I have two nephews that my sister-in-law was working all the time, and she, my sister-in-law asked me and my partner Charles to watch them. And they were pretty much here, I'd say for we're talking June, July, August, a right. minimum mm-hmm. four maximum five, six days a week. And right. they're great kids. you've met them. you know mm-hmm. Jordan. like yeah. they're great kids. Yeah, so it's Talk like about they were- future
0: superstar right there
1: yeah they were here all the time <laughs> yeah and and you know it's hard i don't have children charlie and i don't plan on having children so sometimes you're like i don't want these kids to like be bored and jordan <sighs> was obsessed with tiktok yeah so i was like all right i'll make a tiktok for you and we can make tiktoks together right and i did a few of those and i was like it is what it is you know and i started watching people and i and i started like just seeing like the way it was going and i was like you know i'll i'll see how i feel and then like last in like the end of 2021 i forget exactly when it was but i just i was mad at someone i forget what it was i was mad at someone and i and i had seen like a meme that i thought was funny and i said um i said something like don't forget to I was like something like, don't someone like, don't forget to be an insufferable bitch today. <laughs> That's right, yeah. I said, you never know who's having a great day that they don't deserve. And I rem- remember watching it with char. Like I was like, I put my phone away. You know what I mean? And I was like, whatever. And I was sitting, we were watching TV and I'm looking at my phone and I don't have notifications on for anything because I have too much on my phone. Like it'll take up too much memory. My phone will die every 20 minutes. So I have no, no, no push notifications on anything. So like, I'm looking at my phone and I open up TikTok and I had never seen the way that TikTok does notifications. It's like, I'm sure, you know, at this point, it's like overwhelming. You're like, you can't see them. You know what I mean? It's like, so there's so many happening. And I was like, what is going on? And I was like, I'm like, of course. I'm like, I post myself singing. I post myself with my cute nephew, radio silence. I'm like, I'm a miserable bitch. And then all (laughs) of a sudden- everyone like relates to it and you know i have so right now i think i have 12.7 you do i'm looking
0: at it right now Twelve point seven thousand.
1: and i i really mean this and i know it i don't i'm sure you i'm glad i'm talking to you about it because i feel like i'm in a safe space with it i have i am followed by like some of the most supportive people that like i've ever encountered on a social media app in my Life and these people like I've never experienced this before. Where like you know, there's there is of course toxicity on TikTok. There's toxicity on On any on any platform, yeah. But Mm -hmm. these people that follow me are, you know, like the hey bestie and like and and like the sending like love and like if I it's just very humbling. So I I texted you and I was like, so I have a TikTok video that went viral. (laughs) What do I do? And you were like, just do what feels right. And you were like, just go with what feels right. And, Mm -hmm. you know, I've had a few since then where I just like, I get this feeling like where I'm like, it sounds so funny, but like, I'll say something out loud. And I'm like, I'm like, maybe I'll just like film myself saying
0: story of my life, Jerry story of my life. And I'm like, (laughs) let's see,
1: like, what happens with it. And I'm like, let's see how it goes. And you know what else is crazy? is i have a smaller fo- much smaller following on instagram and i don't care how i look on tiktok i don't care what i'm wearing right it feels right. like a safe supportive yes. space it just feels like a space where it's like i could do whatever i want i can mm-hmm. say what i feel i can mm-hmm. talk about whatever i want and you know as the album has come out i've put it out there and like people it's definitely helped some streaming stuff and like you know the algorithm wants me to be a miserable bitch. That's it. But it's also, <laughs> like, you know, it's it's interesting. Like I never thought in my life that I would see like hundreds, sometimes thousands of people like lip syncing to
0: my voice. Yes, and I'm sure you get it where it's like weird, it's still but it's weird. Cool. It's still. I've had a couple sounds of mine like just go like. There's one on Instagram right now that like it's just it's like legit. Like I has I think it, it I think it's like no lie like the number three sound on all of instagram for the past which, two weeks which it was the is, um what do we do when we get sad oh uh, yeah, yeah 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 the, the the cart the shopping oh cart my goodness that sound not stop not stop not stop not stop not stop and That's, like it's insane it, it's cool and it's cool, definitely
1: while, yeah. like you
0: know we're all trying to make it, you know right. what I mean. So I'm yeah.
1: like, if they want to support me and my sassiness, I love yeah. you for that, and I appreciate it. You know, I will say two things. Number one, what I'll say is that it, like, it's very, it, it feels really nice. It sure. definitely yeah. is this thing where I'm like, you think I'm funny, you know what I right. mean? And you yeah. What I'm saying, so it reassuring it's reassuring like, in a way. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's also like, I think if it were any other app or any other situation, I might feel more nervous but it feels super, super like, I'm like, it takes a cool place. So that's cool. But I will say like, and then the second thing I'll say is like, sometimes I, I, it's like, it catches me by surprise. I'm like on my For You page. And I'm like, is that me? I'm like, because <laughs> like, it's like, sometimes they don't use, like sometimes they do have like, they make their own video yes. with it. Or, yeah. And I'm like, that my voice? I'm uh-huh. like, wait, okay, that's me. And I will say this. It does get sometimes scary. And it does like, there i've made a couple that are like for me from my perspective and like it'll be like a million like people that do not support the same types of things that i support you know what i mean and it gets like it does get to a point where i'm like you know i don't want to gatekeep you like i appreciate you following me and i appreciate you sharing my stuff i'm like but like you know one look at your TikTok, and like, if you knew me in real life, like, you definitely would not be lip syncing to my right, voice. Right?
0: Exactly. Right. You know what I mean? So that's <laughs> weird. But it I love it. Weird.
1: I love TikTok now. I love it. Love it. Love it. Yeah, love it's it
0: it's fu- it's funny because that's never going to change. Like, especially as you as you continue to to grow on that platform, because like. Like I like I have a lot of followers, right? Um, and you know me. I am so down the middle. Like I I try to be like so down the middle, like so much so that there's people out there that literally have no idea what my political stance is. Yeah. Like they like that's think- how down the like you know what my political stance is. But like yeah, because most people I know don't. you and it's my business right. because
1: I know you. I right. think it's like right. people that don't know us, it's like respectfully, like they're not on my TikTok to like right. ask me about my personal life. Right, right. They're, they're mm-hmm. there to laugh or listen to me sing and right. so it's right. If you keep it cool, I'm cool with it. But, like, right. if I look at your page and it's, like, a bunch of racist, weird, xenophobic right, right. stuff, you got to go. Right. Stop listening. I'm like, yeah. you can't listen to me. It's weird. Right. It, it, it
0: is weird. And it's funny because, like, that's not going to stop. And I, I used to, like, I used to want to gatekeep, but then it started to get out of hand. And, I, and then I, I was thinking to myself, you know what? There's nothing, there's nothing I can do. I can either sit here and, like whatever like worry about them or i can just continue to, to to make sounds and make as many people smile as possible and that's it if i make <laughs> a racist smile <laughs> yeah okay and you know what that says a lot kidding, more about I'm that <laughs> but it's a lot more about that
1: but the thing is like you know for me what i noticed was <laughs> you i responded to somebody that made fun of my teeth once and you texted me oh no i saw you that night i saw you that night and you're like I love you. You're like, don't respond to these people. You're like, you'll be doing it all day. And then I made a rule for myself because you're really inspiring to a lot of us that uh, that are in our friend group that like know you, that like have like, it's like, I think like, you know, you like really truck on, you're like, I'm going to do this and you do it really well. And you have like your brand and your package and it's really inspiring. But it's one of those things where like, for me, when you said that to me, I was like, okay, so I love Kyris, but we are a little different. I was like, <laughs> a and I was like, so what do I do? So now the only time I respond to, I try to respond to all my comments, sure. but like the only time I respond to like someone attacking me is if I'm 100% positive, I could either make them smile or mm. like make people laugh with it. Right. If Absolutely. I can turn, Absolutely. like turn it into something else, you know, I'm going to mm. do that. And it's like, if I can respond with a video, you know what right, I mean? Right. Then I'm going to do it. I did one recently about like um, getting revenge or something. It was, it definitely did really well for me. Yeah. I just forget exactly what it was. And I did that one. And so many, oh, don't be the bigger person. Oh, yes, 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 yes. Um, Yeah, don't be the big, I did the, don't be the bigger person, like whatever the end of that was. Let them know, don't fuck around and find out. Right, right. And, um, and so many people had used it. And there were people that like really took me so seriously in the comments. Yes. And they're like, let, let karma do its job and let this person do that and let this, And I was like, you know what? Fair point. I was like, but well, listen, like I'm like, that's your experience and <laughs> yeah. I felt like I could bring what I said to this one person and she follows me and I followed her back. She's really sweet and I said to her, I was like, you know, your experience is this and I was like and you heard my voice and this is what makes TikTok crazy is I'm like, you heard my voice saw my face and interpreted that the way you thought I meant it and I was right. like, and I respect you. I was like, in my experience, continuously being the bigger person when someone else makes you feel small doesn't do anything for right. anyone. And, mm-hmm. and 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 we had this beautiful conversation about yeah. it. You know yeah. what I mean? Yeah. So it can really do a lot of good. I yeah. do feel like that does more good than bad. I. It's, so. it's
0: fun. It's funny that you bring up how like we're like we're different in that in that way. And the first thing that that I think of is Nikki because I remember when we were doing once on this island and like Nikki would like come to us and be like, "Oh, this is happening in my life." And that she would ask both of us, like, "What would you do, Jerry? What would you do, Kai?" <laughs> and so, like, and said, our answers could not be any more different. <laughs> I know, and I tried- neither of which were wrong, though. That's the thing. Neither neither yeah. of which were right or wrong. Yeah. I like to give like a preface because I'm right. always
1: like, listen. I am. I'm a very. I have to protect me. I yeah. have to. I. I. I spend so much of my life being so bogged down of what other people thought of me, and I realized that I was living my life. for other people who did not care about me do you know what i mean and that's like where my music comes from is what am i waiting for like i had this idea that like if i made music and i wasn't signed or if i wasn't rich or if i had a day job that people would make fun of me or that people like wouldn't listen to me or that people wouldn't support me and i kept saying to myself when i had come over that hill and that's really what the song on my ep leaving you behind is about Is like leaving negative energy and negative people behind And when I got to this point, I I said to myself, I'm like, you're not going to make music because you think hypothetically that people that don't care about you are not going to support you. You are being puppeteered by people that are not really there. That's
0: crazy. You have to do what you want to do. You know what I mean? So it's like. It's insane how like yeah. how, how like it's just crazy because like this time what three years ago we you would have never thought that we would be having this type of conversation no right? like at all and here and, we are <laughs> yeah and you know I'm sure there are people that have
1: negative opinions of both of us and oh those God, yeah. and those negative opinions I think always come from a place of, I don't have the balls to do that. I Mm. can't put myself out there on TikTok like Kairos does. I can't make those jokes or I can't make music or I don't want to be seen as like a sellout or I don't want to be seen as someone that's doing this or someone that's doing that. And I don't judge those people. What I say to all of them is exactly what I just said to you. That's made up in your head. So like all of those ideas that you have about like not following your dreams and not doing your goals and not trying what works for you. Did I know that like when I was like being a sassy bitch on TikTok that like people were gonna like it? No, <laughs> I no idea it was gonna happen. But you know what? Like, if I had been too scared to make that video, would I now have enough of a platform, not a huge one, but enough of a platform on TikTok that like I can promote my music right. and I can see the numbers going. I can see yeah. people, you know right. what I mean? And it's like these people that follow me, like they'll continue to follow me. They'll listen to the music. And they're like, yeah, right. make the music. They're like, please be sassy. Like every once in a while. <laughs> yeah. I try to, try to it both. You know, I try to do right.
0: both. Right. You, you know, the, you know, this, you know, this uh, interview would not be complete if I didn't ask you a couple comic book questions. Oh, uh, I was waiting for it. It, it, it would not be complete. Um, for those of you that don't know, uh, Jared and I were huge comic book fans, uh, particularly you know, for the both of us in regards to the Marvel Cinematic Universe, we are yes. in a little nerdy group where we talk about these things in detail. One of the highlight of my life. Like legit. Life in that
1: group.
0: Uh, I, I love it to death. So I, I want to get a couple quick hot takes from you about three Freddy. different things uh, that that I, that I, I want to get your opinion on. So the first one is this, uh, Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness, when it came out, obviously we both loved it, like very much so. Some time has gone by now. Do you still feel the same way? Do you feel that you like it less? Do you like it more? Still down the road? Still feel, still feel the yeah. same way.
1: Still love it. Still, mm-hmm. still probably a ten out of ten for me. Mm-hmm. Still, I think an amazing direction for the MCU to go. Um, I think anything like Beyonce that is polarizing <laughs> is good. I think yes. anything that makes people have. You never want something, and I feel this way about music and everything I do, you never want something to be, you never want something to be like, eh, it was okay. Or like, right. oh, I'm yeah. indifferent. You never want that. So for me, yeah. I love it. I love the direction. I think it's going to take the MCU. And I love Wanda. And I think it's the 10 out of 10 for me.
0: I like it more. And you know me. I don't I rewatch I think it those. drops.
1: I know. I saw it twice in two days. I saw oh, it on a Friday. That Friday it opened. And then I saw yeah. it on Saturday. But I think today's the 21st. I think it, it drops out- tomorrow. Yeah, I was going to say, I think it comes uh, on Disney
0: Plus tomorrow. It does. It does. And so, like, I like it more. And, like, I don't, you know me, I don't rewatch things. Even some of my favorite movies I've only seen a couple times. Yeah, I cannot ever. wait to rewatch this movie. Yeah, I'm I can't to- wait to rewatch yeah. it. Yeah. You know, I love it. I yeah. think it's. I just think it's so cool. I yeah. really think it, you know it was something different. I felt like they just took a chance and sure, some people won't like it. That's perfectly fine. But like, I thought that it took a chance. It was out there. It was different. It was unique. It had, in my opinion, some of the best like chance taking visuals that I've ever seen. Some people what? shit on that music note scene. My favorite scene in the whole movie. I thought that I was brilliant. And I thought that was so like, brilliant.
1: Oh my you God. You also have to like, Listen, like if you're here for like cookie cutter shit that like doesn't matter, then go watch the Fast and the Furious. You know what I mean? (laughs) And and no shade, no shade. Like if that's what you want, go watch that. Comic books are designed to show us magic that doesn't really exist in the world. They're designed to show us where the mind can go, what could really happen if you. This is men and women, brilliantly talented, pen and paper art creation and they're creating worlds that don't really exist and yep. they're this is all from their minds yep. so number one yep. you have to just be ready that like we i don't want to see movies that were like the first round because we've yes. seen 12 of them 13 yes. of them and we loved them mm-hmm. we loved mm-hmm. them we have moved past that now and it's like mm-hmm. we move past it so now we're in a place where we can get more creative that's yes. number one number two If you did not think that we were gonna have some sort of a Sam Raimi moment, like we got with every single one we got in that movie, you were going in with the expectations that that were
0: not gonna be met. And now They hired him for a reason. They hired him for a reason. That's what they they said. He said, uh, do, Feige said, do what you do best and 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 ramy was like say less i got you yeah and it's like, the
1: <laughs> music you notes know, scene like you know i have friends that liked it i have friends that didn't like it i think it's cool as hell
0: the mirror think- scene towards the beginning when when he traps her in the uh, mirror and she's trying to escape and uh and she goes through the puddles that whole scene so like come on the cinematography in that are you kidding me what about
1: like at the end when she, spoiler alert i mean if you don't know by now but like yeah. what about the end when like she like meets wanda when yeah. like she like Wanda and Wanda meet and she relinquishes like her children it's like that's what I'm saying anyone Mm -hmm. that has ever like I love Wanda both on the page and on the screen and for me I thought it was a beautiful continuation of WandaVision I thought it took if you WandaVision was never a complete story to me and I think if you knew there was only one way this was going to go and that was going to be to her dealing with the grief of these children that don't exist, finding out that they exist in another universe. And then at the end, she relinquished. It was, I loved it. I, I thought it was great. My, I thought it was phenomenal.
0: Next uh, one, I'm ready. The second one is in regards to Miss Marvel. How do you like it so far? I, I think love we're, we're, we're uh, by the time this comes out, the third episode will have come out. I, I like it. I like it a lot. It's another one of those things where I think Marvel's taking a chance. They're telling us great story about a brown girl in Jersey City. So I just I like I'm like, come on, how could you not like? And what I love is that they're making that culture normal, which it is. Yeah, it's but normal. It's, like- <laughs> it's not out of the blue. Like this is what life is like. I'm like it's to get just the actual- normal.
1: That actress's name, I think. I oh, um,
0: um,
1: yeah. not the, not the, um, not the what's her name not not okay Zenobia Shroff okay oh yeah so that plays, that
0: plays uh, yeah, the yeah, mother yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: so uh, what I want to re- to remember is I think what you just said is perfect it's yeah. it's showing yeah. this culture in a way what I love is they're not over explaining this culture there yes. are things you might get or you might not yep. and it's like you're watching it and you know what if you want to learn more about this culture you look yep. it up and you read it yep they're not like It's so many things are happening, like the stuff with the church or the yeah, and the political
0: and yeah, yeah. Mm
1: -hmm. I'm sure it's not the correct (laughs) term, and I apologize. The the mosque, (laughs) yeah, the mosque. Mm -hmm. And Mm -hmm. this may be my own ignorance, but with the men and women like on separate sides, and like in 2022, I was like, I looked at Charlie and I was like, I did not know mosques were Mm -hmm. like, Mm -hmm. he's like, didn't I was like, no, and like, I didn't know either, and now I know from watching Marvel, and I'm sure I'm not the only person who thought that. Do you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? So, I think like in that aspect, I think it's so cool. I think that there are gonna be a lot of purists that are frustrated with the powers and I respect that they're frustrated with them and I do understand. But at the end of the day, w- there's been a lot of way bigger changes in the MCU than that that have happened over yes. the last four years that yes. no one says anything about. Yes. So we can deal with it. It's cool. She is magnetic. She What's is so
0: name? good. So I don't good. Remember anything.
1: What's her name, the girl?
0: Uh, her name is uh, Iman Valani. So Iman Vellani, she is absolutely
1: magnetic. And, mm-hmm. you know, coming from this, coming off of Multiverse of Madness with that other young girl, I love yeah. the way this is going. And I, I'm i super into it. I love it a lot. I right. think it's like a cross between like almost like, like the and how we see like the art on screen and stuff. And like the whole Avenger Con thing was yeah. dope. Like I, I I like it and I think I like it. I like it yeah,
0: a lot. I like it too. Um the last one, uh, the next movie that's coming out, Thor Love and Thunder, coming out next month, uh, Yeah. L- less less than a month away, maybe like what two two weeks away actually, which is crazy to think about. Um are you excited? You pumped or Yeah, Thor is
1: my fa- like Thor's my favorite Avenger, he always has been. Um I don't think I knew that. We talked about it the very first Marvel podcast okay. because because um but I love Thor. I think that like I you know, I'm excited for it. There's like a small part of me that is afraid that it's going to be kind of like it for him. And I would have liked him to be like maybe one that lasted like forever. So we'll see. I think it's super dope that they're bringing Jane with like the mighty Thor. I think, honestly, like, I think that there's going to be, I'm trying to be better about like my theories, but I think there's (laughs) going to be like way more in the movie than we've seen in the
0: trailer. I I definitely agree with that.
1: I think there's going to be things that we're not ready for. I think like, as much as we love Sony and we love No Way Home, I think that like they made mistakes in that trailer 100%. And I, th- and I think that this is very, very smart and they're doing very specific things. Mm-hmm. I think there's too much of the story we don't know. So yeah. I think that it's going to be, I think it's going to be epic. And also, like, I think it's so cool that like Thor is getting four movies and yeah. no other Avengers. Yeah.
0: Movie. I, 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 I even think that Multiverse of Madness had some trailer. I think they revealed too much in the Multiverse of Madness trailers too. Yeah, I think I they just showed too Emma, much. I, yeah, I
1: agree. I thought we, uh, we never needed to hear Professor X's voice. It would yes. have been just as much of a reveal. I think we never need, there was a lot that we didn't need to, but what I will say is yeah. I think they did a good job in that trailer of not letting people know Wanda was the villain. And oh, I yo, that,
0: that 100%. And I
1: think that everyone was like, oh, it's a team up. It's a team up. I was right. like, a team up for
0: what? Like, right, what is, right. What do they have to team Yeah. Up and I remember for? when we were having this conversation at first, because I remember you saying that, you know, they they revealed a little too much. And I'm and I'm, my mindset was, oh, you know, maybe it's just like a misdirection. You know, they're revealing stuff that may not actually be in the movie or blah, blah, blah. But like, come to find out, like, a lot of the stuff that they showed in the trailer was definitely in the movie, <laughs> you know? Yeah, and it, I yeah. think, like, I do think that, like, there's,
1: you know, it's hard. They're yeah. not playing, like, the short game anymore. And I think they're also, like, they just can't do things the way they used to do them because we are, you know, On it. and added the pandemic into it, we yeah. are salivating for yes. a shared universe. We're
0: salivating for a bigger yeah. picture. So- I'm just glad that they're, ta- they're taking their time. And it's very clear <laughs> that the MCU uh, is years light years ahead of our friends over at the dceu who are just good god i don't i don't know how they're going to get out of some of this stuff i'm just (laughs) i think yeah like i have
1: i i don't know what they're going to do either because i've heard like well first of all obviously with like ezra miller and everything that they're yeah you know i i pray that ezra miller gets the help that they need and I pray that they you know get to a place where they're okay I pray that the people that are apparently being victimized by them are safe and all of that and you know I think it's a shame because they are a phenomenal actor and I think it's a but you know mental illness and problems and and whatever they are going through because I don't know but they they don't discriminate you could be rich you could be poor so but I cannot imagine that they're going to release that film. And if they do, it would be insane to me. Yeah. And secondly, regardless of how you feel about the trial of the century, because I have very controversial opinions about it. I do too, I do but I feel like it is none of our business, but regardless, of, uh, regardless, of like why can I stream Johnny Depp versus Amber Heard on Hulu and we don't think that we're like living in a simulation? That's wild to
0: me.
1: <laughs> regardless, I think that if we're going to remove one from something, we should remove all from something. And mm. I think that regardless of what was going on, they filmed that second film with Amber. Yes. And I think that he was cut from the Harry Potter movie right at the jump. And regardless of how I feel about either, like I said, I'm pretty disgusted on both ends. Mm -hmm. I don't really have like a dog in the fight. If I'm speaking selfishly, now we have to watch, this is really selfish, everyone, but like now we have to watch like a half-assed movie because she's being edited out of it. Yes, and everybody's going to know it too. That's what I'm saying. Uh They could have just recast her from the jump. Well, mm-hmm. like, once again, we get involved in things that don't involve us. Yes. You know what I mean? And it's, like, so it becomes, like, in the beginning, everybody supports Amber. Everybody supports Johnny. Everybody supports this. And these right. people, it just shows that there's, like, no direction over there. And right. it's a shame. I, <laughs> the-
0: I personally, I just wish that people put uh, the same amount of energy into their own relationships as they did with Johnny and Amber. But that's just me. That's just me. I, so that's just I. Me. I better I stop before I get that, in like, like,
1: trouble. <laughs> you have to talk to yourself from the future. And yeah. that's all this all says you have to talk to yourself in the future, and you have uh-huh. to look back on your life, and you have to think that if you could see your Facebook post about Johnny Depp and Amber Heard and your tweets and your Instagrams, are you gonna be proud in 10 right. years of the way
0: spoke about that? I felt I felt the same way about Will Smith and Chris Rock. Me too. I felt the I same say, exact way. I'm I like, okay, it happened. One
1: I did not say one thing. I said, number one, white people, we have yeah. to stop being so compelled to comment on what black people are doing oh. because it was this immediate <laughs> reaction. <laughs> It was this immediate, well, I feel compelled. Why do you feel compelled? Because you're racist. But well, we can right. talk about that at a different time. Ooh. I, like, I try, I don't ever, excuse me for so. you can cut that out. No, you good. But, like, I feel com- it's like this, com- it's this compulsion to comment on things that have nothing to do with this. I was at a rehearsal, and this girl was like, how do you feel about the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial? And I was like, why are you asking me? Right. And she yeah. was like, well, you have strong opinions. And I was like, I do have strong opinions. We were talking about Multiverse of Madness. And I was like, she, I was like, "Well, you, I do have strong opinions," and she was like, "Well, I'd like to know how you feel about it." And I was like, "Well, I don't want to tell you." And yeah. she was like, "Why?" And I was like, "Because I don't want to feel like I'm perpetuating a right. domestic violence trial that has nothing to do with me." And do you know what right. I really don't want? I don't care. This is not in defense of Amber or against Johnny or defensive Johnny or against Amber. What I don't want to be is one of those people twenty years later talking about Monica Lewinsky like yeah. saying, so- "Oh." Well, I judged her so harshly, yes. or I judged her so unfairly, because you know what? That's why you're not supposed to make premeditated judges about
0: people That's that you don't true. know,
1: man. Like, especially know- if
0: it's not any of your business. It doesn't. None of that. I can go all. I can go on forever about this. Yeah, this the too. last thing I'll say I've, about it. Yeah. But like at the end of the day, that whole trial didn't have anything to do with my life or your life. The if it didn't happen, room, would we uh, be yeah. in the same exact
1: position that we're in right now? Yes. And honestly, I'm so proud of myself for never commenting on it because the streaming on Hulu was so uncomfortable to me. I remember looking at Charlie and I was like, is that the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard trial on Hulu? He's like, it is. And I was like,
0: what? I'm like, you can stream it? Yeah. And I, and I don't want people to get it twisted because I know because uh, I've said this uh, in public before. And, I, and you know, one of the things that people said is, you know, well, you know, I brought a light to, you know, men being, uh, you know, uh, abused in the home as well. And listen, I get yeah. Trust me. I, I'm with you um, 100 percent. But, both you, but you know, you would, you would be completely ignorant. Did. You would be completely ignorant if you say that you watched it just for that. Think about right now a
1: relationship Mm -hmm. that you've had and you and I have talked about our history before Mm -hmm. and think Mm -hmm. about a relationship right now that you've had and tell me how you would feel if you were in a situation and everyone in the world was commenting on one side of it. Literally. On one side of it. I would never want that so I'm not doing it to Johnny Depp or Amber Heard. I wish both peace in their lives. Yes. I hope not that they give a shit what I think about them but I hope that they both move from this and are better people and I hope really for the country that we stop putting people's private domestic violence trials on television. I agree. And selfishly, I'm mad that Aquaman 2 is going to look weird now.
0: It is going to look weird because I'm playing, I'm playing, uh, what's her name? <laughs> what a, like, some, like Mara. Mira. That's know, me.
1: <laughs> they're really screwing it up over there at DC though. And it's not just with their, pro- with people that are problematic. They just, you know marvel has a formula that works think about yeah. like multiverse think about no way home yeah. where we're pulling people in from other universes and they're like no 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 we're not going to do another toby Maguire movie we're going to put toby Maguire in this movie yes you know what i mean uh-huh. we have 11 batmans right we have 180 supermans right. it's like good it's like and, it's too much and
0: let the record show i'm talking about feige's marvel not sony marvel let's let's not go into the morbius verse or the venom verse or whatever is oh, yeah. happening over there <laughs> yeah that's different. Lord. We're,
1: we're talking about marble proper <laughs> yes not, like,
0: absolutely not, um, not the blood of marble. so so the last thing that i want to ask you is is this um there's going to be some people that might be listening to this that might be in a similar situation as you have been in your life or know somebody that has been in a similar you know situation whether it be emotionally physically mentally you know uh, artistically whatever it may be if there's somebody that's struggling out there right now that could potentially might be listening to you and be like oh I, I know what he's been through or I know what they've been through all of that what would you say to them right now if they're struggling I would say
1: Struggle does not last forever. And I would say that you have to really, when you're, unfortunately, we're, we're conditioned to really believe that everyone else in the world matters more than they do. And that's not an insult to the other people. But what it is, is you have to live a life that you are proud of. So, the only time you should second guess yourself, the only time you should doubt yourself is if you're in a situation that you are not fulfilling, you believe is your right to a life. You know what I'm saying? So, for me, really, the first thing I would say is it is 100% okay to be sad. And if you are struggling, sit in that, sit in that struggle, but don't live in it. Sit in it for like a, a day two days, and then get yourself to the point where it becomes something that you have overcome. And the way to do that is to lay all the facts out, to look at everything that you have in your life and say, why am I feeling this way? How did I get to this place? What can I do to change it? And then make sure that all of those answers to those questions are Honoring and respectful to you. Do you know what I mean? I think like when we struggle and when we're sad, sometimes it's like, all right, well, you know, I really didn't want to do this, or I didn't, I, I I said this thing that hurt someone, and now I'm feeling some type of way about it for days and days. Apologize to them. This person didn't support me in something I wanted them to support me in, and now it bothers me. Text them, hey, this hurt my feelings. Release that, take accountability for your actions and pass accountability off to others because I think that this is a lot of information that I'm giving to this one question. But what I really mean is the best that you can do is the best that you can do for yourself. That's the best you can do. You can love other people. You can care about other people. But at the end of the day, we've seen how short life can be. We've seen how quick things can be taken away from you. Dream as big as you absolutely can dream. And do whatever you have to do to go towards that dream. And sometimes that's being sad for a little while. You know what I mean? And then what I, this is like kind of with the sadness, but like if something else made you sad, if someone else's opinion, if someone else's words, if someone else's feelings hurt you and made you sad, try your absolute best to never be in a situation where that can happen to you again in that same scenario. Do you know what I mean? And I really think like, that's a lot of different, I don't know if I was precise, but for me, I think anybody that like was listening to me and was, if I was honored enough to inspire them, if I could just say one sentence, what it would be is I make myself proud every day because I live authentically as who I am. That doesn't mean I'm never sad. It doesn't mean I'm never depressed. It doesn't mean I'm never like angry or it doesn't mean I don't make mistakes. So every can you hear me Thank you for-
0: Can you hear me? There we go. <laughs> it's okay. <laughs> you were speaking uh, least... so
1: eloquently too. <laughs> That's really it. If I, if I answered it in one sentence, it would be that. That <laughs> yeah. uh, figure out what to do for you and make sure that you
0: never let yourself
1: down. And then anything else that comes is gravy. You know what I mean? I love
0: that. And I love you. You're amazing. Like, honestly, oh, okay. I'm, I'm so happy that we, we got to sit and chat again. I am uh, too. Like, like, I love- as we get to chat, like, in person or, like, face-to-face as opposed to via, you know, our little texting. Little yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, I'm Jared,
1: honestly so. Thank you. I Thank you. Honestly, Kyra, like, you are such an inspiration to everybody around you. And that's what I said. Like, it's not like a million people are asking me to talk. And so it's, like, one of those things where, like, to get to talk to you. And to get to promote my music and to get to talk about my life, like I would do this forever. So, you you have no idea how much you mean to people, truthfully and honestly. Like, you mean so much to me, and I'll do this with you for the
0: rest of my lives. I love you. So, you don't have so, so a choice. So you're always just going to come on. Like, you don't have a choice. I like, I like how you're like, I'll do this with you. Yeah, you have no choice before you each time. Well, that's fine. I'm down. I'm always. Thank you so much for having Absolutely. me. Absolutely. Uh, and friends, if uh, if you're interested in, in listening to Jared's wonderful, wonderful new EP entitled Only For Tonight, I put all of the information down in the description of this podcast. Go listen to that entire album right now. Go do it. You're probably driving home listening to this right now. As soon as you're done here go and message me tell me what you think about yes. it reach out to him reach out you can reach out on tiktok reach out on instagram whatever message you want me. reach tell out me what you think about it yes yes he is open book i love it like, out. like-
1: That's the coolest part is when people are like, I love this song. I'm like,
0: well, let me tell you everything about it. I love it. Uh, Jared, thank you so much for for sitting and chatting with me. Uh, Vibers, as always, remember, if there's somebody that you want me to reach out and talk to, some of your favorite content creators or artists, let me know, and I will reach out to them and book them on the podcast. Thank you again to uh, to my friend, my guest, Jared, for sitting with me. And thank you all for listening. Have a wonderful rest of your day. Always remember, God bless and good vibes. Bye. Thank you.